Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm your host, Ray. And my confused companion to my left or to my right, depending on where you're watching this, is Evie. And today, Hello. Evie, what are we looking at? We are looking at everyone, everything, everyone loves each other. They do. Okay, I go do. ahead. Okay. I'll be good. All right. Uh, so we're looking at a very confusing and obviously enormous film from A24. Uh, so let's break this down a little bit. So you watched most of this movie, I'd say about 80% of this film so far. Yeah. And you're you're going to watch the ending. So so oh, yeah. by, na by natural default, we're not going to give away the ending because you haven't seen it yet. Um, but so far, what are you? What are your thoughts on the movie? And just basically, what is the movie about? And you're in in the best way possible. Could you explain to that what is everything, everywhere, all at once? Yeah, um, it's about a woman with a with a marriage that's not great. She's got like a daughter, um, and a, a daughter doesn't love her. And she just wants to be loved, regardless of anything. Um, I it's a movie that that yeah, it's very funny. Um, yeah, it it when I saw it, it was pretty good, mm -hmm. pretty good. Okay, well, I'm gonna break it down a little bit. Uh, I'll start off okay. by saying what IMDb says because to explain it, it's really difficult to explain what this is because it's not just one thing it's categorically no. a bunch of different subgenres realistically it's it's a sci-fi movie it's a family drama it's um it, um it's it's i don't know it's it's the multiverse um uh, so okay according to imdb it goes like this an aging chinese immigrant is swept away or swept up in an insane adventure in which she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with lives she could have led, um, which is how the multiverse in this movie kind of relates. Um, so speaking of multiverse, we just watched um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I'm glad I saw that movie first before seeing this movie because it probably would how it would probably you know influence or control how I, I would review review the multiverse with Doctor Strange movie. Um, how does that compare? Or differ from the from the movies. Um, well, it can, and it can't. It's about people that do stuff every day, whose day can be good. It can be really, really bad. Um, and it's about other people who who have lives that aren't great and lives that are good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and they and um, some people survive it, some don't. Um, and um, yeah, some people, yeah, people have bad days. Some people have good days. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, yeah, it's all about people's people's and and what they go through. Right. Okay. Um. Right, so uh, okay, how, how to start? So there's a big, pretty, pretty big cast. I mean, it's led by Michelle Kwan, Mich Michelle Yeoh, sorry, who's known for like action movies. Uh, we, she was, like, she was a captain or the head of Star Trek Discovery for a while. Uh, she, mm -hmm. she's known for work with Jackie Chan movies. Uh, yeah. She's a great martial artist, uh, and she's a tremendous actress. And she's, she's the head, the headpiece or the center point of this movie. She really 
holds this movie together. I think um, you can argue that this movie was, you could say it was designed for Jackie Chan because of the comedy in this, but she really is the center point of this movie. And it's, uh, it's a lot. Uh, I, I think in an interview, she said that it almost broke her brain trying to comprehend the level and magnitude of this character, Evelyn. Um, so to explain this, um, she plays the character Evelyn, who is in a marriage to her husband, Waylon, and they own a dry cleaning shop. And it's they're gonna go into the I guess it's the IRS to to do their mm -hmm. taxes, and the tax auditor is played by Jamie Lee Curtis. And uh, so they're looking to expand their business by bringing all the receipts in, and uh, they're and they're experiencing some strife. There is a marital, I think they're going to get a divorce. There is some marital problems with within the, the dynamic. Uh, uh, her her father's coming to visit them um the, her daughter they have a daughter and uh though she loves her daughter truly there's a communication gap between i guess a generational gap of acceptance um do you how do you do you agree with that like how because you're you're seeing most of it so like how are you interpreting the part with her the mother and daughter dynamic how would i what like how do you view the the mother and daughter like how what's the relationship like in your best way can you describe the the relationship between the mother and daughter um it there there isn't really like the mother and the daughter are very not who does it they don't love each other the daughter's very selfish the mother she's stressed big time mm -hmm. as she as she wants to um relax well, she can't because because her daughter is very selfish in that she she cares about only her what she wants. Whereas the whereas the daughter wants to do what she wants, and um, and um, and the um, 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 daughter's very selfish anyway that's kind of it i would think in a in a sense yeah the daughter wants to be heard i mean i mean uh she uh the relationship between mother and daughter is strained uh there's traditional values and old school mentalities that the mother uh has trouble breaking in order to uh adapt or try to adapt to the ways of, of the daughter and her lifestyle and there's a and there is a generational um, strife. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, if you're, uh, I, I know people who are first, second generation, uh, like immigrants. Uh, there is there are certain there's certain truths in what's happening between uh, the mother and daughter, or with with basically with within the parent and the child dynamic. You know, um, not being able to communicate certain things, uh, especially uh, for the Asian community in this particular instance uh but it, this is has a universal uh, undertones it, it does, it's not it's not necessarily stuck to that culture uh a lot of cultures have that kind of uneasiness to uh communicate you know uh or or or, or adapt you know especially with the generational gap I, I i find too with uh like my niece or or people i know what how we learn in school and how they talk and communicate is different from what i've been familiar with so Things are lost in translation over the years, and 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 in styles and generations. Like that's why I guess why I guess that's why they call it a generational gap. There are things that are don't communicate well or or lost. You know, mm -hmm. um, the film the film is is more it's mostly a sci fi film, but 
realistically it's a family movie at, at the core and, and that's what was it's what it's the glue that keeps everything together um Waylon, who's played by Kwan, uh i believe hang on i got i gotta say his name probably because i know it's Kwan, but i will say it's uh sorry Kehu Kwan or Kehu Kwan. I'm gonna say his name wrong. Uh, who plays the husband Wayland? Uh, you, you know who he's from? Does he look familiar to you? Mm-hmm. Where, where do you know him from? Um, he's from. I don't know his name, but I've mm-hmm. seen him in very good things that are funny, 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 funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes me laugh. Um. And he is the the father who's just trying to survive in his in his um life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's different. He's a poor guy, you know. Mm-hmm. He tries to survive, you know, um, and be number one in his life. So okay. yeah, that's what I think. That's yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. Okay. You know, he wants to survive and be happy in his wife and and um, marriage because he just wants to. You know, he you know he he wants to survive in his in his little family. Right, and that's and that's what the the the, the, the Whalen number one is really is. I mean, that's the bubble in which we're living in. That's right, what Evelyn exists with. Uh, Waylon is, is visited by his counter, one of his multiverse counterparts who invades mm-hmm. him and then tells Evelyn, um, there is a nihilistic God coming to destroy you in the multiverse. Um, You're right. But, yeah. in, but, but in, but in this, uh, version we're seeing, like we say, this is the prime world that we live in. Evelyn and Waylon are married. Uh, he's just very happy in his own existence with going to laundromat and just, trying to get through life as is as you were yeah. basically alluding to um there yeah this film is is layered um it's brought to you by the daniels who brought you swiss army man whose humor and uh um intricacies and and, uh, and, and just basic visuals and, and concepts it's a little different from everybody else it's a little off not off but it's a little uh different from the norm uh, the special effects in here, uh, I think, due to the, due to the uh, pandemic, they were able to spend an extra couple of years working and really honing in the special effects and making it better uh, because it has a budget of twenty five million dollars, and you can see having that extra time to work on it, you know, at home to really boost up the quality of this um, movie is extraordinary. You know, mm-hmm. uh, considering this movie made. Four times as much as the budget. It made 100, over 100 million worldwide. Uh, it is the number one movie created by a, uh, A24, like in terms of beating Hereditary, being the being the best movie because it's it's just uh, an incredible piece of work. Um, uh, this movie has, on the majority, it's it's probably one of the best movies produced successfully from A24. That's the company that produces it. Uh, A24 has brought you Moonlight. Hereditary, um, a lot of these really great films, artistic films that you normally can't get if you were just like watching the Disney movies or watching um, Sony films or Universal films. Uh, they really they bring you carefully curated films that are unique and always um, entertain you. Kind of like Pixar cartoons. There are cartoons where it's like 
they're not just normal cartoons. They actually uh, affect your uh, mentally, like in terms of your emotions, and they have a message to give you. You know, whether it's Toy Story is a classic example where it's just not about the toys. It's much deeper than what's that what's there. You know, it's much more than a surface uh, cartoon. This is much more than being just a surface level uh, story between family and time travel or a multiverse, not time travel. Um, I like the movie. I found this movie completely complicated. Uh, it so a lot of it went over my head initially, um, yeah. but given given but, but given time to watch this movie, uh, a lot of it came to me and sunk in. I have friends who are first or second generational uh, immigrants, uh, mm-hmm. and I I can understand by knowing them personally and intimately that the the family dynamic and communications lines of communications are very much real. Uh, in this, mm-hmm. uh, b- being a a being born in the country whose parents are from abroad, I understand the connections between that too. Uh, so I, I can ref- understand the Evelyn's point of view. Uh, I also understand trying to mm-hmm. please her father, played by James Hong, I, I, an amazing uh, actor, and um, and just cast. Or do you think it's more an action movie or comedy? Or what do you think it's more of? What, what do you think it leans more to? Um. Comedy, I would say. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, you can just relate to it. Well, a lot of it you can relate to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, you know, there doesn't have to be a curse or anything like that. But like this movie is funny, funny. Like you just want to laugh at the end. It's mm-hmm. very, very, very fast. And, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can relate to it or a lot of people can relate to it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw it almost the same way you saw it. I, I saw it as a, as a family movie, but I saw it more as a drama. And I, mm-hmm. I, I the, the, the movie I connected, connected this mostly to is a film like Hereditary, which was, have you seen Hereditary by chance? Yeah. Okay, so Hereditary, Hereditary, for those who haven't seen it, is really a very strong, very, very powerful um, drama, family drama movie about lo- mm-hmm. grief and loss. Okay, a very, very serious film. But it's it's wrapped in a horror film. Like, like it's it works, even without the horror elements, it works like a great family drama. The horror element, which comes in in the last act of it, just makes it just next level. Like, it just makes it insanely mm-hmm. like powerful uh this movie that we're talking about is to me a a a because the villain which is like a nihilistic god which basically uh when you throw everything at the at the centerpiece is um this object at the middle okay and it's a dark it's a, it's full of darkness basically that's why i'm referring to it as a nihilistic god it's a not it's nihilism is one of the major points to this um but the overall message to this movie is about lamenting on the things that you want and not lamenting on the things that you already have and the drama for me is the relationship between the mother and the daughter and i think that's at the core and then everything else it's funny using that word everything else is what's attaching itself to that core and it is um bigger than life which it is because it, it gives you um this technology that allows you to tap in at, to versions of themselves at, on different levels 
And it's extraordinary because they explain how that works. Is there's a technology and and how they get to these little points actually makes sense. More sense than Doctor Strange. Uh, and it has more compelling mm -hmm. arguments than the multiverse uh, presented to you in comic books or in other films, mm -hmm. uh, which makes this extraordinary. But at the same time, the movie is extremely uh, dense. Almost, uh, when I say dense, the density of it is like Stanley Kubrick's or Kubrickian um, uh, workflow. Like the actual structure of this film is very, very thick. If you watch The Shining or any of Kubrick's films, they're very layered uh, and they're very well thought out. And there's there's always something within something within, within something that makes this movie or his films uh, a very solid uh, thing to digest. And, and you get the same thing with this movie too. So in that sense, this movie is like a 10 out of 10 because of style, uh, because of the structure of it and because of like what was going into it, special effects wise, as well as story. Uh, it is a lot to take in uh, the ending. I'm not sure if it's, satisfying for most uh, it was sort of satisfying for me to, when you get to the ending and so that we won't get into but um there's a lot to to peel back to really acknowledge and, and examine uh the final product um who do you think this would be good for? like what kind of audience do you think would this uh appeal to a comedy mm -hmm. i think it yeah you know people laugh at it um you can relate to it yeah i would say i would say like a comedy mm -hmm. that's what i think anyway it's yeah it's funny it's funny like very i mm -hmm. laughed so <laughs> anyway yep that's what i think you know okay cool cool yeah it, i think i I had, I had i had a good few laughs too too um it's for me it was kind of bittersweet but i thought it was really good uh, mm -hmm. I, I know for a fact that the audiences kept coming, sorry, kept coming back into theaters to see this. Similar to uh, Top Gun Maverick, people who saw the film in theaters came back to it for different reasons mostly, but it was still a film worth watching. Regardless of where you are, whether it's a family dynamic or you're looking for a good action movie, because you'll get both. Um, if you're looking for a sci-fi movie, you'll get that too. If you're looking for a movie that will stimulate you intellectually, as well as just putting your brain on on standby, you'll get both. So I think this works on multiple levels and, and, and to various things. And to understand, I think when I spoke to you about this initially, I, I never got the, the word, the name of the movie correct. I call it anything everywhere all at once, anything everything all at once, I, or whatever it was, until I saw the movie that I did it click. Everything, everywhere, all at once and it's in three chapters as designed into the movie. Right. Uh, with that, I'm Ray. And I'm Abby. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Was it tomorrow? Maybe, I don't know, next week. Uh, what's today? Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you later. Okay. okay.